blowing rice at the girl that I love after she just said I do I'm throwing rice with a smile on my lips but my heart is breaking into Hello everybody welcome to throwing rice into the fire your negative 73rd favorite survivor recap podcast uh, we are back this season for Ghost Island joining me as always sitting to my right on his bed CJ Willard everybody Hello and joining me via Skype, living in Alaska now, Nate Brown. <laughs> I'm up here in Juneau and ready to recap this tropical TV mm-hmm. show. Nate Brown, how is that uh, Sarah Palin internship going? Freaking great. Um, her son has only punched me like three times in the face. So, Which one, Trip, Trey, or Tron? <laughs> I can't keep a track of all the weird yeah. tra names. but I think one of them might be named Track. Yes, you, there is a know, Track. There's a Trig. A trig, yeah, yeah. Trig with like two G's, which is like somehow extra gross, but <laughs> just to make it clear that it's not short for trigonometry. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't want anyone to to believe that they're doing advanced math. No, Sarah Palin does not know trigonometry. No, she's against uh, trigonometry mm-hmm. for sure. If there was a celebrity survivor, Sarah Palin would be on the top of my list. Also, f- Flavor Flav, but. I also think Sarah Palin would be a good competitor. Yeah, she mean, might actually be a good competitor. Her, her last reality show was like produced by Mark Burnett, so it's, if she gets desperate, she might she might do a like season forty five of Survivor. Man, I mean, you know, so she's she's from Alaska, where you have to know some amount of things about. I mean, there's not an island, but some amount of things about like the outdoors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she's crafty because she's a politician. She would end up just like Donathan and being like, I never meet people like this on the <laughs> island. It's nice to have a black friend. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that was basically her at the first debate, so. <laughs> yeah, was it in. was actually. It's like, look at all these black friends. <laughs> I just want to say thanks to all the black people here for existing. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, we are here for a brand new season of Survivor. We just watched the first episode uh, Ghost Island. Uh, Nate, before you figured out what was happening with the actual season, what did you think Ghost Island meant? Oh, I really had no idea. I kind of, I think I thought it might actually be a real location, kind of just like calling it like Survivor Fiji or something like that. But, Mm um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really even make a guess as to what Ghost Island might be. Um, I don't especially love the twist <laughs> myself Ooh, but uh we, we can get to that what, did, did yeah. you have a guess as to what it was yeah i thought that um i thought that ghost island might be like a redemption island where you go there and you have to face a previous contestant like a previous survivor like uh so i had like you know we knew that the castaways on this season were going to be new people um but i thought that there might have been a twist where like yeah, like, I don't know, like, uh, where there's, you know, they have to f- battle somebody who's played before, and then that person stays on the island or goes back to the tribe, or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Where, like, a ghost, uh, a person would kind of play into that. Yeah, I thought every challenge was going to be, like, Patrick Swayze um, <laughs> doing uh, Clay and shit. <laughs> Uh, what's that song? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, what song is Something it? Something in forever. Uh, <laughs> All I know is the word or, love is in it. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's a very missed opportunity if they mm. do not have ghost peppers in the eating challenge. That's actually true. Um, and I thought that was going to be the whole season. <laughs> it was just eating ghost yeah, peppers. Yeah, eating ghost peppers and making clay pots to me more. Like, you don't get rice on the yeah. island. You just get ghost peppers. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That'd be fun to do, like, a ghost pepper season. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't know. Um, well, uh, I, I I like the, the the theme so far. Yeah, I do too. I think it's fine. I think it's a little... I I don't think they need, like, complete flashbacks to when things happened, because that takes me out of the season a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, I do understand what they're trying to do. Uh, so, CJ, you're more positive than Nate is, probably, Yeah, I, I think so, because I actually even like the flashbacks. Yeah. Because... Um, I think uh, I think it might make this season a good one to show people for their first season of Survivor. Mm. I mean, obviously, we're only one episode in, a double episode, but we're only one episode in, so it could end up being crappy. I don't know. But, uh, but I don't know. I think the people are pretty interesting, and I think... Uh, uh, I don't know. I think with the flashbacks, it'd be like kind of interesting to show people some of the crazy... Because it's going to be a lot of the craziest shit that's gone down mm-hmm. in Survivor are going to be, like, the result of some of these relics, so I don't know. I, d- I do kind of appreciate the reminder of, like, what this memorabilia is about, because, like, I think you have to be a pretty big Survivor fan and know every yeah. thing they're going to probably bring up. Like, we all remember oh, Eric, yeah. the ice yeah. cream scooper, yeah. but I don't know about, like, right. all the bad decisions that they've decided to make relics out of. Yeah, I mean, even, like, you know, Sierra's uh, legacy advantage was only from, like, two seasons ago, and I didn't even really remember how that went down. Then they showed the flashback, I was like, oh, yeah, she told Sarah, and Sarah blindsided her, and nobody figured out that Sarah was, like, running stuff, and then she won. Mm-hmm. So it was, I don't know, it was kind of a good reminder of that. Yeah. Are you saying you're not a super fan, Nate? I just, well, I didn't watch last season, but I, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I'm not. any of last season? No. I kind of saved it. Like, the friend who introduced it to me is in New Zealand right now, and they we'd have Skyped and stuff, and she told me to wait till she gets back to watch it. So uh, I've, it's sort of... I've okay. been tempted, but... Um, Give a reason. I don't know. I did, like, not... She didn't tell me that until I was, like, half the season had aired, so I, I like, could have <laughs> watched it. Um, but I'm looking forward to binging it, because, like, that's the most enjoyable way to watch Survivor for me, for sure, to track yeah, all the storylines really well. it's fun on a binge. Yeah, that's true. I just thought, like, yeah. Ghost Island's kind of... It's just like, okay, now there's immunity idols again, and just, like, certain... Yes, there are a bunch of advantages they're bringing back, but it almost feels like recycling. Like, you're just... I don't know, bringing back other gimmicks that you've come up with before. You're not, like, coming up with something that's especially new, and I sort of... They kept talking about, like, all the the idols and stuff were haunted, and, like, they really milked that. Yeah, of, like, tr- yeah they're laying the curses on pretty, qu- pretty thick. Yeah, but... I, you have to reverse the curse. That's right. Yeah. The Red Sox. I just feel like they should have added some thing about the idol that made it cursed or, like, m- make that part of the actual gimmick, not just some, you know, f- style that you set the show up as and have, like, slightly creepier music than you normally do. Yeah. More skulls. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> lots of skulls. Lots of, like, so flaming eyes in skulls. That was uh-huh. actually really yeah, awesome yeah. in the um, tribal council area. I, like, love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, like the the like the set or whatever on Ghost Island is kind of cool too. Like you walk up the hill through like columns of like Easter Island looking skull head things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I did too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, re- reboots are really hot nowadays. You know, yeah, so might as well reboot all these Survivor things. All the rage. I'm just waiting for like. Uh, like Philip's underwear to be one of the <laughs> items. Or That's a true relic of Survivor. <laughs> yeah. His purple underwear. 
or like the socks that Russell buried, yeah, or something, and they're like reverse the curse, find yeah. the socks, yeah, something like that. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. <laughs> or like what, like a blanket Boston Robin Amber made out on, or something. Sure, yeah, <laughs> that'd be anti curse. Don's, Don's be like fake less. teeth. Don's fake teeth. Yeah, Don's one. fake teeth. That'd be a really good one. <laughs> you have to dive down into the lagoon and rescue Don's fake teeth. I don't even remember Don's fake teeth. Oh yeah, and her first she season, cried. whatever oh, Don, her first season yes. was. Okay. I was. Yeah, that, I was thinking D O N. Donathan got me thinking Don uh, yeah, is a no. male name. No, uh, lady, lady Don, yeah. Mom, Mormon mom Don. Yes, yes, yeah. remember her. I love Donathan, by the way. He's like me too. He's I, like I, my favorite. Despite not liking like the not thinking like this twist is all that exciting. Like the, I thought this is a really well cast <laughs> season, and like I'm I'm excited to see th- where things go. No, are you saying that, Nate, because everyone is very attractive and young-aged? <laughs> well, they always are, aren't they? So, I don't know. This season, it seems extra attractive to me. Like, all the dudes are shredded, except for uh, Jacob, the uh, the dodo, who uh, we'll talk about later, I guess. <laughs> Not you, Jacob. The other, the TV mm, Jacob. Yeah. You get it. Um, but uh, That is an upside yeah, to him getting like, voted out, is now we don't have to clarify that oh, it's rough that or whatever that guy's last name is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's an extra good-looking season. I think uh, there's no, like, there's no like, uh, like big people who are going to have to overcome that. There's no, like, older moms. Uh, like, one thing, that, one thing that I noticed when I was watching, my girlfriend and I noticed that we were watching together, was that... Um, in this season, none of the women seem to have bathing suits, or at least they're not wearing them yet. They've all just been wearing their, like, underwear, which is abnormal. It's not totally abnormal. Like, women do that on this show all the time, and men wear their underwear, too. But it doesn't seem like anybody has a bathing suit, and we were speculating that it might be because it's not a season where there's, like, one older, more conservative person who's going to feel, like, really uncomfortable about that. And they're all, like, these, like, younger, hot people, so, like, yeah, I'll be in my underwear for 40 days. It's fine. Yeah, I feel, I'm, I've heard before, like, they always they like to trick them and, like, not tell them that they're about to be flown out of there. So, like, they don't have, like, half the time they're wearing, that's why they're wearing, like, dress pants and all this, like, stuff yeah. that's totally inappropriate is that they don't know it's coming. Um, but it does seem like sometime they're, sometimes they're, like, very prepared. A la Room Raiders? Yeah. Kind of like the Room Raiders situation. Room Raiders, that's a blast from the past right there. That's right. I don't Remember know what Room always- Raiders is. Oh, it was like an MTV show. And they'd just steal people in the middle of the day. Yeah, and then like they'd have like a <laughs> person of the opposite them? sex, kind of, and they'd have a person of the opposite sex go through their dorm room. That's great. Yeah, in college. And then, and then they, they picked who they wanted to go on a date with based on the rooms they looked through. Exactly. <laughs> and one thing that they always did without fail is they would turn off the lights and pull out a black, black light, light, and they'd inspect everything Ew. with a black light. And sometimes they're just like, oh, no. Like, this is a hellhole. Yeah. It was very scary sometimes. God, non-PC culture was so great. Oh, yeah. Don't you love uh, cum jokes on television? <laughs> Can't even watch Bald and Out anymore without no. getting the PC police all up on my ass, Nate Brown. Oh, yeah, Nick Cannon went soft. I don't even know what that show is either, but... <laughs> Uh, that's right. okay. I'm too, we'll I'm too busy to watching Meet the know. Press. Okay, um, <laughs> you know that I believe. <laughs> I don't actually, actually watch Meet the Press. It's not even that good. Don't you? I you don't like? I record uh, it. I just Gregory? don't want it. Oh yeah. Okay. What's the new host of that show? It's called something Gregory. Mm. No, David was- Gregory was too. <laughs> I'm betraying how much I know about it. But uh, Chuck Todd is the <laughs> current host to Meet the Press. David Gregory was beforehand. I hate. Oh, I hated okay. David Gregory. He sucked. 
Yeah, he had that like he was like that weird prematurely gray uh, kind of a guy. Yeah, mm. he's like off-brand Anderson Cooper. He is, but he's dumber. Like, he's like if you took Anderson Cooper's head and like inflated it slightly. Yeah, like his head was just like a little bigger. His faces were all, or his features were all a little bit more exaggerated, and he had like a slightly bigger gray hair. Just a single yeah. like bicycle pump in his face. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm imagining. Anderson Cooper, another good celebrity survivor pick. Ooh, he'd be fantastic. That's true. He would be great. He would be fantastic. He'd also be that a good would be host. a fun game to play. Is to like cast a like a dream mm-hmm. celebrity survivor. We should do that soon on a podcast. Let's do like a fantasy draft. Yeah, let's do that on our podcast. Yeah. This podcast. Oh, we have a podcast? What? Oh, wait. <laughs> We're kind of doing it. Uh, so besides Donathan, no. <laughs> who who stands out so far? Our first episodes are kind of whatever. or uh, Not whatever for some, for some castmates. Uh, there was a couple ladies who didn't get any screen time at all. Yeah. I got like... There's a girl named Lily, I found out. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> even the girl who received the legacy advantage from uh, from Jacob yeah. uh, didn't get any screen time, aside from that one moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down I wrote down three names. The first name on my list is Donathan, mm-hmm. because I love Donathan. I'm very interested and intrigued by Donathan. Um, I also wrote down Stephanie who is the dark-haired, uh, yeah. like, yoga girl who wears the bun like a unicorn. I think she's the favorite so far. She seems real smart. She played Jacob really well. She seems to be making good decisions and be pretty clued into stuff. And then I also wrote down Wendell. Uh, we haven't seen Wendell play much game. Wendell is the guy from uh, the uh, the purple team, um, Naviti, um, who went to UPenn Law and is now a furniture designer. Oh, yeah. Like, that guy seems really... Like, UPenn is an Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a really, really good law school. Um, so he's smart. Um, and then he also is, like, has, like, enough knowledge of his own self to, like, not be a lawyer and do what he loves, which is make furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that says a lot about a person. And so I think he's a, he's an interesting one to watch out for a little bit, too. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Stephanie is my favorite right now, or one to beat. But I also, I think I kind of like Dominic, even though he's like talks like he's in the mafia and seems yeah. like the most untrustworthy person ever. But he found an idol, and no one knows, so that's cool. Uh, he well, Chris knows. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. He showed Chris a fake one, but yeah, I which guess I want to talk about for sure. Uh, but Let's uh, do it now. okay, uh, Dominic reminds me a little bit of Tony. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's super like no. Tony esque, including the not yeah. sleeping thing of just scurrying around at night and digging in holes. Oh, yeah. And shit. yeah, exactly. Being we, kind of paranoid and we like sleep when we dead. Exactly, we sleep when we dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, yeah. So I want to talk about Dom finding that idol. Um, and then the whole thing that went down with Chris. So, so he and Chris get off on like a bad foot, like right away because Dom says something at that like opening challenge, um, about how he made the wrong decision to bail on the, up to like forfeit the challenge and retain the fishing gear, which I actually think was a good decision Mm -hmm. because fishing gear, when you're not getting a lot of rice, like that means that the fish, that there's fish there. And that means that that is kind of key and important. And um, as it turns out, Sebastian, the guy with, like, the Moana necklace, um, is a fisherman. So, like, the fact that that tribe has a fisherman and fishing gear, I think, is going to prove to be pretty valuable. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. It's basically unlimited food. Like, it's it's 
yeah. you don't know how much food it's going to get you in the long run. And like, I think the the other tribe just got like a bunch of eggs, but it's like that's one meal. Twenty over, yeah, twenty eggs. That's it. Yeah, between a lot of people. So it's it's that's a, a very temporary advantage. Like you might lose the first immunity if they're like more well fed, but it's not like really a perpetual thing. So. I kind exactly. of think you should forfeit if you if you're it's very clear you're going to lose the puzzle like do you should pull it but uh, yeah just depends on and how clear clearly behind you are right and they seem behind and especially how clearly it was made like in the edit um, that the uh, the woman doing the puzzle whose whose name I forget I can't remember which one she is off the list. Um, she said that she's bad at puzzles, so like she wasn't gonna get it. So that, I think that's actually uh, actually a good decision. But anyway, so so Do- oh yeah, he picked like the girl with glasses to yeah. do the puzzle. Yeah, which I thought was really funny. it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, no, that was the other team, the girl with glasses, oh, the black yeah. girl with glasses on the uh, the team that forfeited. Um, it was like the girl with the shaved blonde oh, yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel but, like someone, um, someone should okay. make like a survivor boot camp or something just to like tell like show people how to practice like slide puzzles <laughs> and starting a fire and like doing some kind of CrossFit boot camp stuff of like hopping yeah. through tires because it's amazing to me how not prepared for certain things people <laughs> seem to be. Slide yeah, puzzles have come so up a million times. That would be so good as one of those, uh, like traveling, no, like traveling, like corporate team building exercise companies where you like go to like, you know, corporate retreats with like big companies and you do like a survivor boot camp thing for them. (laughs) We should, uh, edit that out of this podcast and, uh, (laughs) and consider that idea. That'll be our first news. All ideas express consent are property of throwing rice and other fire Uh incorporated and major league baseball. And yes, it cannot be used less. Using the written consent of the yeah. National Football League. Yeah, cannot be. Uh, no, no accounts of this podcast can be written or disseminated. <laughs> yeah, we should have did the plugs up front. Our we apologies, uh, everybody. This podcast is sponsored by the NFL. Yeah, and also, MLB apparently. Yeah, and the MLB. Uh, uh, also, that guy Seabass yeah. looks like if I had to like draw what I think a fisherman looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I'm drawing a fisherman, I'm drawing a Gordon's fisherman. Oh, yeah? Yellow rain slicker, big white beard, yeah. and a fish stick in his hand. Deep sea. You know, yeah. It ruined that kind of jackets for me, so I don't really think about fishermen in those kind of jackets. I just think about that kid who got sucked into the sewer. Still, oh, with It? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to start a sentence when you're talking about the movie It because it's just the word It. It's not quite enough. I capitalize it in my head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's, like it's the beginning of a sentence, so. Well, both letters. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. stylized it, fully capitalized. Yeah, that's just so it would be noticed. Uh, so <laughs> I want to keep talking about Chris and Don and uh, yeah. Dom's yeah, and yeah, the yeah, Idol yeah. thing. Yeah, because you haven't gotten to the. I haven't gotten yet. to that yet. So, uh, so they start off on the wrong foot, and then they're suspicious of each other for a couple of days. They're both talking to different people about how they're worried about the other person, which I think is rightfully so because Chris actually doesn't seem like a dodo. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he might be pretty good at Survivor too, um, and so so they're you know they're doing a little talking back and forth, whatever. So I guess Dom wants to sort of extend an olive branch and and just try to reach out and try to clear the air and talk to him a little bit. And Chris, like, right away says, so did you find the idol? Or something like that, to that effect. Which is, like, a bold a bold comment, a bold thing to say, I think. And I actually think kind of the right thing to say to sort of a brash guy like Dominic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Dominic says, no, he doesn't have the idol, even though he does. And then he makes a fake idol, shows him the fake idol and the real paper, which is, which I understand why he does that. Like he wants to, he wants to make his fake idol look more real, but in my mind, all he's really done is admit that he actually has an idol. So like the only way that that play is going to end up making any sense is if Chris takes possession of that idol and thinks that it's real, which I don't think he does. He's definitely suspicious. I, I, uh, I mean, the fact that he has the paper tells him something like it was kind of interesting that in the same episode, there was like issues with the paper, like being the verification of the idol. Like I don't think people have been paying that much attention in the the past. Yeah. Um, But it's, uh, I think it won't really work as a move, but yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I really just feel like he should have just stuck with his no, he didn't find the idol. He's not yeah. actually building trust with Chris. He's just continuing to make Chris suspicious because he lied to him about it once. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then waited 10 the minutes and then told him, the tr- like, sort of the truth. Like, it, it is just yeah. a way of making you seem, like, really sketchy. Yeah, he told him a half-truth. And it seems like a half-truth because his fake idol was literally just a single shell on a string. Like, that's bad. That's mm-hmm. not, not going to cut it. So, like, if, if you're, if you're like, almost on Survivor, right? Like, you've passed all these steps. You think you might get room raided soon yeah. and get picked up randomly. Uh, what, would you guys invest in buying, like, an idol to wear around your neck all the time? So just in case you do get snatched, you already have a fake idol-type thing on you. I don't know. I, <laughs> it's not a bad idea, but I'm sure they would take it away. Like, they're very strict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a... Uh, that's my thought as well. <laughs> All right, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, he he just... I mean, unless he gives it to him, and then, then he knows he doesn't have an idol, and then he might, like... I don't know. Try but, and vote him out when he has possession of the only thing he's ever seen that he thinks is an idol. Yeah. And then Dom can play his real one. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a possibility. Or is there some way he can, like, get rid of it and, like, I don't know. Symbolically yeah, or something. Yeah, tribal or, some, or something. Like, what if he throws into the fire after just to be like, hey, I'm a good guy, you know what I mean? Then he turns trust with everyone. But I don't think Dom's going to do something like that. No. I think people would be like, there's no... Immunity idols are so powerful that you throwing it in the fire just doesn't seem possible. Like, he doesn't seem like enough of an idiot to do that. So I don't think they would believe it was a real idol for very long if he did try Mm -hmm. to make that move. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, totally. Um, It was interesting how on both both tribes in this first uh, double episode um, dealt with fake idols and, like you already said, Jacob, the paperwork of the idol... Um, because Jacob, uh, when he went to Ghost Island and got the legacy advantage, really messed up his story on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mainly by uh, saying that he f- he thinks he forgot the paper at Ghost Island. It's so sloppy. Um, which is really dumb. Uh, and uh, Jim Teacher uh, immediately pointed it out. Yeah, uh, it was pretty hilarious, mean, actually, like, how fast. Yeah. It's like, first question, where's the paper? You messed up, Yeah, yeah he was pretty discerning with that. 
He didn't believe it was a real Ider White right away. And I think it's just because Jacob was so ham-handed about his whole explanation. Like, he was saying things like, like, you gotta believe me when I tell you that it was whatever. And, uh, and it just, they were just obvious lies. Like, what he should have said, and so no one in the whole entire game except for him has been to Ghost Island. So what he should have said when he came back was, yeah, I went there. You described the whole place. You described the relics. You described the little hut shack. You described the breaking of the urns. Cause all that stuff's gonna come. <coughs> But no one knows what's in the different jars people are getting. So you say, yeah, I went, um, and uh, and I, you know, you break open the urn, and it was a clue to an idol. And I searched all night, and I didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no one knows what it's going to be like. Yeah. And then maybe if you really want the fake idol to, like, help you, leave it in your bag and leave your bag in a really conspicuous spot, like, maybe with the idol kind of showing, like, peeking out. Yeah, and be sloppy about there it. might be someone who stumbles across it and gets tricked uh-huh. by it. And they're like, oh, the paper is not with it, but maybe he has the paper on him or, you know, like the paper could still be around somewhere and like they wouldn't be able to ask him outright because they think it's like a secret. So yep. that would be the way to or really use a fake yeah. idol. Yeah, exactly. You'd never, you, they'd never ask about the paper if they found just the idol. For all they know, in that circumstance, he did like burn the paper or something like that because he's trying to keep it concealed. But when you come when you come back to camp, like showing, uh, you know, showing that you have the idol, you have to have all, you have to have everything. Yeah. What it, he, he should have been like, uh, uh, I ate it. I ate the paper. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's a fiber. Yeah. I ate, I ate that shit. I, I ate uh, it. <laughs> do you guys think, um, those, they, the producers or whoever's doing the cameras tell them not to take the relic things that are hanging. I would imagine so. Because, like, it feels like a real, like, cutthroat competition. It'd be like, all right, I'm taking all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't know. This is, this is funny to me. It's true. Uh, what did you guys think about those, like, I like the um, snuffers were cool. Yeah, I thought so. It was cool to see some of them. I was like, seeing it, so I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, there's yeah. Fiji and there's the Fiji China and really whatever. Dope. Yeah. And then it made me realize that I didn't even know that he, he had, like, unique snuffers every season. Oh, I know. I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I saw some video on YouTube or something that Jeff, like, kept all the snuffers in his house for forever and so they must have just like taken him from there um but this is his personal collection yeah I, that probably was my favorite part of the ghost island thing was just like seeing that array of like thinking of all the history of those snuffers and stuff and um that little scene was like kind of cool but everything yeah. i don't know do you think he puts out normal candles in his house I sure hope so. (laughs) Like his whole backyard is just full of tiki torches. (laughs) Yeah, because he is also a racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Remember tiki torches? They had bad press. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. That's not what this podcast is about. It's not. It's it's not your number one tiki torch podcast. (laughs) No. Um. Let's see. What else? What else comes out of you guys this episode? Wait, I wanted to ask, who do you guys think played worse from the first two people kicked off? Uh, we haven't mentioned Gonzalez at all, no, uh, because she was a terrible uh, player and weird person. <laughs> yeah, um, she seemed kind of mean. But uh, who do you think between her and Jacob, who had the worst game? <laughs> Jacob. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think Gonzalez was like voted out because she was too much of a threat and like independent thinker and was kind of strategizing and pursuing her advantage her her self you you know uh whatever like 
whatever the word I'm looking for is. I'm very tired right now. Uh, <laughs> she she was like a good player, and Jokub was voted out, voted out because he was a bad player who was still trying to make moves and was threatening for that reason. Yeah. I mean, when they went to that first tribal, they all said if Jacob was here, we'd be voting him out. They were, like, kind of mean to him in that tribal. Like, Gonzalez called him special. And yeah. then, like, Jeff said to somebody else, it was like, uh, it's like, do you know what she means when she says that Jacob is special? And she just goes, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they, you know, they kind of, like, uh, I don't know. They all, they all didn't like him from the get-go. Sometimes I feel like being a super fan is a disadvantage. Like, you just... You overthink it. You try to make huge moves. You try to beat Russell, basically, or like you know yeah. one of those players. Even when you don't have the real skills and understanding of a situation to do it, and like I, I would like to see like a track record of like all the super fans that they've had on the show, and like how many get voted out super early versus like get to the end. Because I feel like it's most yeah. of the time they get super voted out earlier. Yeah, I um I think super fans need to like act like they've been there before. Like they, there's so much like like Jacob mouthing the words that Jeff Probst yeah. does and shit. Like that stuff <laughs> is like so. I don't know. That makes you and that was like part of Jacob's problem. You know, he 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 told those guys he was gonna go look for an idol just because oh. he just gets a, he got excited that he's there and wants to go look for an idol and like you know yeah. like there's no reason to do that. Like there's like even if you find an idol, you're already a target. You already put too much of a thing on your back. Like I don't know, all the like who like Cochran won, yeah. Um, but he was even like a scholarly super fan, and, and I don't and know. And it wasn't till the second time, so like that's true. Yeah, I mean, he wrote like a paper on like the strategy of Survivor or something like that. I remember them saying, like he was like a yeah, like he he wasn't he wasn't like a he didn't nerd out about stuff in quite the same way. That Jacob was. It was one. It was just shocking. Like you know, he's even saying you know the first season of Survivor came out. And I was four. I've watched every single season since I was four, and I guess just in his regular life, he just never learned how to be around people. Yeah, <laughs> and so he just couldn't be around people and be in a way like even though he's seen people succeed at Survivor, he just couldn't emulate that. And Cochran, on the other hand, could. Mm-hmm. He could like emulate. He could like remember like oh well, this is the kind of strategy that worked in this situation in the past, and so I'm going to try something like this. That's just not the way that Jacob was thinking about shit at all. Yeah, I feel like a real super fan who was like under- understood the game would totally hide the fact that they knew what was going on. Like maybe even act like you don't know what's going on or you don't understand certain basic game mechanics or something just to like make you seem like such a non-threat you like don't know what's coming up you don't even know what a tribe swap is like that's a way to keep people from really spotting that you you're playing super well or you have a deep understanding of the game that they don't have maybe that's donathan's game Possibly. I yeah, maybe. I feel like he talked more in the confessionals about how much of a fanboy he is, but maybe yeah, he did talk about it. I'm trying to remember. He didn't talk about it a ton. I feel like Donathan might be a little more like Cochran, though, in that if he comes back, I think that's when he's going to actually do well. That could be true. I think he's going to have a weird like social thing fuck him up. Yeah, make, maybe, he might make it 20 days still or whatever, but... Yeah, I think he'll do well. He'll be like more of like a... Uh, I don't know, like... Uh, uh, not a not a goat to take, but just like you know, a nice guy who yeah, you know, who was the like 
Asian guy last couple of seasons. Ty? Ty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ty, like a Ty, Ty, Ty made Ty some role. bonehead moves, though. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it seems... I don't know. I, I feel like a... a I mean, it, only if this is true, obviously, would it work. But I feel like a really good storyline for Donathan would be like a... Uh, you know, him proving to himself and to others that he's not a dumb hillbilly you know yeah. that he's like you know he might turn out to be pretty good socially he might turn out to be pretty good you know strategically or at least pretty good at protecting his own self-interest in such a way that like he can make it yeah. for a little while i don't know yeah i can't tell if they're kind of already setting that uh, arc up of like they are. him he could either end up being like a great player and not like end in the final three then they're setting up that arc because he like starts out seemingly kind of bumbling and like he won't dive down during that one challenge and stuff, and then maybe he like starts figuring stuff out, or they're just making it like, oh, he does lose in the end, but the like redemption is that he is now this like more self assured person, and right. Um, they've done that a few times with like the nerdy, awkward people on the show. Is I mean, they yeah, they even emphasize how much Ceri, they've changed. Basically. Like that was Ceri's first, her first season storyline was that you know, like she was scared of a leaf on the first episode or whatever, and then. By the, you know, next thing you know, she's played four seasons and she's like Dan Marino of Survivor, basically. She's like one of the greatest to have never won, right. I think. Yeah. Um, another guy who I thought was sort of interesting, who seems like he might be kind of a bright kid, but I'm afraid he's going to get caught up in his own lie, is that kid Michael, who's telling everyone he's a 23-year-old real estate guy and he's actually 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like a good attention to detail thing, though. I don't think he's going to get caught on it because nobody... Like flinched or anything. He looks twenty three yeah, to me. He does. I just think. I think the way he gets caught is he gets caught not understanding something that someone five years younger or older or whatever. Like, uh, like I don't know. Like someone maybe makes a Rugrats reference. reference and he doesn't get it. Yeah, or like, uh, <laughs> or he I... make, or he makes some reference to like, like. Uh, like you know, like what grade he was in when nine eleven happened, or I don't know, yeah, like yeah. just like some some like thing he places himself in time in some other way where someone does a little quick math is like, wait, what? Yeah, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Um, that's possible, and then that's the kind of thing where the you know all of a sudden he's untrustworthy and whatever that could bite him in the ass potentially. Yeah, yeah, I could see him doing uh, using it as like the way to bond with somebody and like let me tell you the truth about my age and then that being. A uh, su- suspicious thing, like why is he hiding this from us? He's what else is he hiding? This guy's a sneaky, like hard. He's like playing really hard and stuff. So I, f- I feel like it'll, it, the most likely way it'll be his downfall is if he he does reveal it eventually. If he does, if he re- reveals it before the season is over, um, yeah. Would, I don't know. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anyone else? You guys predicting to have a good season? Uh, do you have any picks, Nate? <laughs> well. You did like already mention your favorite was, was yeah, Stephanie. The I mean, teacher. there's there's only been a handful been highlighted so far. I guess I know. or like been edited in a light to be likable. I guess <laughs> uh, there's so, a bunch of dudes with know, apps wonder... that I'm struggling to keep track of. But that's right. that's a perpetual survivor problem. So. The uh, the number of highly physical looking ab dudes in this season might make it a season where a guy like that wins again, which hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. Like a big physical guy hasn't won in a while, and this could be the season. Yeah, it's kind of going that way too. I mean, they're starting to vote off already. It's a weak, weak, weak people. You know, yeah. Like I've, I feel like the last. 
more recent seasons, they play strategically right away and get bigger threats out or larger physical people out. Uh, I wonder what the correlation is between people who've won Survivor and how little they've done on the uh, premiere. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how much you don't Screen stand time. out. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I bet there's like no one who's been on more than like 20 minutes. Or I don't know. that That's a lot anyway. But like, yeah, I don't you know. know I mean? It's probably different from season to season. I wonder if there's any real real data to be gotten there yeah there's something called like edgic or something edgic if you like google that i think they they like look at the math of like screen time and they they can predict previous seasons but i think like now the survivor producer people know about that so they're like counteracting yeah. it and trying to trick people and i think it's a lot harder to predict who the winner is just based on screen time now than it used to be um but definitely in previous seasons that was an issue Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, I want to make a bold prediction. Do you guys have any bold predictions? But my bold <laughs> prediction is that uh, there will be a uh, hookup this season. I think there's uh, going to be some sex. I think there's too many attractive people. penetrative intercourse okay, sex. Maybe Jacob. I shouldn't do that. Sam sex? <laughs> yeah, like Big Brother... Uh, sex. Like spooning and necking and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. Maybe some fingering. Uh-huh. Hand stuff. Hand yeah. stuff's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if it's going to be like a traditional boy-girl couple. I don't know. We only know that Donathan is gay. We don't know about mm-hmm. literally anybody else's sexual orientation hey, for sure. Good on CBS for having a gay hillbilly, too. That's yeah, probably right. actually breaking some people's minds. It's probably true. You know, another thing that's interesting is none of these do... I mean, at least, obviously, it's so early. But, like, sometimes in Survivor, like, in episode one, you get, like, some dudes making, like, some comments about how hot all the women are. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, uh... What's better than this? We're on an island with all these hot babes. Exactly. <laughs> and, and Jacob kind of did that, but it was mostly just because he was insecure about how he looked, I think, compared to the other people. So it's sort of a different move. Yeah. Um, but, uh... But yeah, we literally don't we don't so we don't even know if any of those dudes are straight. Yeah. Because no one's made any comment about any of the women. None of the women have made any comments about the men, uh, or about each other. It could, it's all over the place. Yeah. It could be anything. You know, and I'd prefer them to be gay too, you know? Like that's just what I like right now. Yeah, you're into <laughs> Yeah. Into gay dudes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so They should have um, a gay only <laughs> season. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. oh yeah! Let's do another draft like that. Lesbians yeah. versus gay people versus trans. Yeah, yeah, gay celebrity survivor <laughs> versus trans. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe a cis Zeke tribe back. too. Just a yeah. cis straight white dude like all yeah, right all just, tiki torch tribe. I like that idea. I do. I thought. Yeah, they're the only tribe that brought their own torches from home to <laughs> to to try. Yeah, home. that's that's a different ghost island. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, the ghost. The ghosts have pointier heads on that island. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a reason we're back, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we're back in action. It feels we're good. We're the only Survivor good, podcast yeah. that would make that joke, I think. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why we exist, like yeah, to be edgy. I think that's true. That is that is true. Um, any other thoughts you guys have about this episode, season? What was the next on? Oh, dude, next on is... Uh, all right, everybody, drop your buffs. It's time to switch it up. Oh. So that's going to be fun. Which is funny that, wasn't it Jacob who was talking about, like, he thinks that was coming, too, and he, he almost made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he almost made it, I guess, but 
Yeah. It's barely a twist I mean, if they see it coming. So I mean, um, if, they'd se- if they decided to send the same guy to Skull Island twice, which actually I think is a good idea to descent, keep the knowledge located with one person and only like let that person be the one who can go send the you know the biggest galoof there you know mm-hmm. um, I think that might have not have been a bad idea at all but I don't know I do yeah. hope I forgot to I do hope that Donathan like kept that paper that said like you don't get to play the game this time because it looked like he might have burned it but like it also looked like a stick so I don't know if he did burn <laughs> that paper but it would be super dumb if he did because I like you need to prove that you got something if you if you do go and that look super legit so yeah i don't know that's true i agree with that and that does sound weird after if you're a tribe and one person leaves and says there's this whole thing and then the other guy comes he's like no i lost right away i don't like, know did you? yeah yeah that's not a great thing did you which i don't even like that they did that i think everyone should have at least some weird thing but that's me i guess or i digress I yeah it's kind of anticlimactic if you're gonna have ghost island just like have an artifact every time it doesn't have to be like a crazy good advantage but some kind That's of right. something what are what are any artifacts or or actual like things that might pop up in ghost island that you guys can remember anything um i'm trying to think i mean there's a bunch of like idols and pockets i bet there'll be just random idols right mm-hmm, probably um, that got voted out who got voted out with like two? Oh, james man. james yeah, yeah like all right. 10 of the unplayed idols he had in his career i think he had more than I just bet, those two too it would be kind of crazy yeah. if one of them is like their thing is several idols because it's all the ones like james got voted out with that would be crazy. that could be really crazy actually where all of a sudden a person has like three idols yeah. or something like be that so unfair mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be evil. Be too far. They've done so many crazy kind of twisty advantage things over the last couple years. I can barely even remember what they are. Yeah. Maybe if you had to give some of the idols to the other tribe or something like that, that would kind of make sense. If you had like two James idols and one of the idols is yours now and one is for the other tribe and someone on the other tribe, you have to assign it to. That could yeah, have or even after the merge, you just have to give the other one to somebody. Yeah. I would support that. I bet there's going to be some just, like, advantages and challenges. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, like, having a rope up or whatever. Yeah. Or just, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, once like we get to individual, once the actual merge happens, the the advantages could definitely be more that kind of thing, because then just one person will get it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they'll have anyone come back like they have before, like, when Cochran was, like, coaching people on the yacht and stuff like that. Like, it, it kind of makes sense to have some ghosts <laughs> haunting the island. Oh, you mean the ghosts of Survivor's Past? Ugh. Yes. I bet you they'll say that. I bet they will, too. Yeah. We um, should take bets on whether or not they say that in this season. <laughs> I bet they'll say that. I bet they'll eat a ghost pepper. Um, I bet Jeff Probst will not text me back. Yeah. Uh, ghosting me. Um, that's a... That's another thing we did in seasons past when we did the podcast is we tried to pick, like, a Jeff Probst man crush. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, like, all the seasons. Dude, everyone on the season. It's going to be hard this season. It's not going to be James, who couldn't swim three inches under no, the water. not going to um, be James. That's his anti-crush. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jeff has a particular type. Like, he likes hunky dudes. But he doesn't like the hunkiest dude. No, he's also a guy with sensitivity. Yeah, and some personality, and mm-hmm. like, um, but he also he also really has a lot of respect for people who are good in challenges. That's right. And so we haven't really seen who's really good in challenges yet. Wendell sank a bunch of baskets mm-hmm. um, in that second one, but uh, 
But that's just basketball. It's different. That's not a real survivor skill. Um, Jeff likes men with survivor skill who are like the second or third hunkiest guy left in the game. Yeah, my pick, just because I think when Jeff hears uh, the nickname Seabass, he's going to go all over that. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, people are calling you Seabass, huh? When did that get started? Yeah. And that's what Jeff Probst is going to start liking that Seabass looks like if Dave Franco was doing a surfing movie. (laughs) He looks like surfer Dave Franco. Dave Grohl Franco. Dave Grohl Franco, yeah. If you made a cross between Dave Grohl and Dave Franco to make the ultimate Dave, you'd get Seabass. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's another great celebrity survivor, Dave Franco. Yeah, and Dave Grohl. Mm Mm-hmm. I could see yeah, Dave. I don't, I don't think Dave Grohl would go on the show, but Dave Franco, like, I could see that being one of them. Like, maybe yeah. ten years down the line, but oh yeah, that that's definitely that's so, definitely. Thing. So we've got Anderson Cooper, Sarah Palin, and Dave Franco. Those are our <laughs> our three people we have so far for Celebrity Survivor. Yeah. It's a pretty good well, cast. There is there is no celebrities on this one. No uh, former NBA players or anything yeah, either. No. Not even close. G- to no Jimmy Johnsons. Nope. No JJs. No JJs with his, with his flabby, super tan mm-hmm. man boobs. Uh, also, uh, oh man, you know who I would love if they had celebrity guests? Hmm. Steve Bannon. Uh, <laughs> he would die okay, within like two days. He would just collapse. <laughs> oh, his his face would get so red. <laughs> so red. Like the reddest face. There would be like so. insects feasting on him within like couple days of arriving. It's my prediction. Yeah, he would he would look like Bob the Tomato from VeggieTales got rotten and then started being eaten by flies. <laughs> I'm, I'm just impressed exactly. you know the name of the tomato. Oh, oh yeah. Larry I'm a pastor's kid and I don't remember the name of the tomato despite watching tons of VeggieTales. Oh, yeah. I, you watch VeggieTales, right, Jacob? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we all watch VeggieTales. Yeah. VeggieTales was, was quality religious programming, to be honest. My favorite is the Atheist Kale. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember that episode about the atheist kale. kale it was a heretic. weird one. I th- yeah, Very it dark. Was, it was yeah, it was like a, it was like a retelling of Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, did anyone read the play Endgame? It was kind of like the play Endgame. The right. play Endgame. Yeah. yeah, that's a very weird literary reference that no one's gonna. No, get. I don't. I think I, don't I might have read Endgame back in the day, but I can't yeah. remember. Was it who wrote it? Was it the Waiting it for Godot is. guy? Yeah. I think it's pronounced got it. <laughs> hey, gal, you got it. Yeah, gal got it. <laughs> Gal's got it. All right, it's getting late. I'm getting very t- I'm doing gal got it puns. Oh, I don't god. know what's going to happen. It's a wonder we're back on this Oh my scene, god, woman. no. Uh, okay. Um, any any last thoughts? Do you guys want to plug anything? I don't know. No, it's fine. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited for the season. I'm really glad we're back. Mm-hmm. Go to your soy Nate Brown on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I never <laughs> post <plug>. anything. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why I wanted to plug Nate's Instagram. Yeah, it's, only it's mine. A funny handle. Yeah. Yo soy Nate Brown. Um, also, shout out to our sponsor this week, uh, Jeff Probst Calves. Yeah. Um, oh, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Jeff Probst Calves. Get it delivered straight to your door. Uh, use the promo code Throwing Rice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we, yeah, need get, we need to get an Amazon episode. affiliate link. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll come up with a good sponsor for every one of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool. All right. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>